Good morning, Robert's Rockstars. Hey, today is Thursday, August 8th, I think, or 7th. <laughs> um, yeah, August 8th. Okay, this is the WBBF call, We Build Brighter Futures, and today we're going to be going, uh, it's day two, we're going to be going over the in-home presentation um, using our ATM. Um, you know, again, I'm just grateful and thankful I'm part of this awesome organization, and I've gotten the chance in the last few few years to to actually get to know our president and CEO and do some of the things that I've gotten to do and travel with the company and go on these trips. And, and, um, and, uh, obviously my relationship with Paul Roberts and Phil and, um, you know, we all got together yesterday in, in Austin and had a really great time and great training and, and just, just love doing what I do and love being part of this organization. And I'm just grateful and thankful, um, that, uh, you know, I get to do what we do here at the Alliance. Um, Okay, so I'm not going to waste any time. I'm going to jump into this because I know a lot of people are dialing today, uh, 8 o'clock sharp. Um, so I don't want to run out of time. So, um, you know, you we've already got the appointment set and everything. Um, one thing that I do like to do is uh, on my dial day, um, typically after the evening dial session, what I'll do is whoever didn't answer my phone calls, um, I'll plug into our, our, we have these apps on our phones um, that route out, um, the, you know, these their Road Warrior or route from me. And what you do is we plug in these addresses to our leads so that if we do get no-showed or something um, or one-legged appointments, um, which I'll explain right now what a one-legged appointment is, um, then, then what we do is we do door knocks, which we'll find out who's close to us that didn't answer the phone so we can go and, and knock on the door and, and, um, and, and, um, just show them the lead and say, Hey, we've been trying to get a hold of you guys and, uh, uh can't get a hold of anyone. And you guys request this information. Um, and either you're walking in right then and there, or you're setting up an appointment for, um, you know, later on that day or the next day, um, or you're getting a good phone number if the phone numbers aren't good phone numbers anymore on the lead. Okay. Um, a one-legged appointment is when you show up and either um, the husband or the wife or sometimes final expense, um, when you're setting the appointments, um, you know, if if they're not married, sometimes a, a son or daughter or maybe a fiancé or a, a sibling might help them make, uh, you know, their important decisions or financial decisions. Um, that's one thing I forgot to go over yesterday is, uh, you know, if, if they aren't married, you just want to also double check and make sure that there's no one that helps them make their decisions. Because the last thing you want to do is sitting in a home for 45 minutes to an hour. And when you're done with everything, them say something, well, I need to talk to my my uh, my sister, my brother, my son, my daughter, or, or you know, my fiance about this. Um, they help me with all these kind of decisions um, because, it's just not going to happen, okay? First of all, no one's going to be able to explain what you just explained to them going through the ATM. Um, that Either that same day or the next day to somebody. Um, number two, most likely they're going to forget and not even talk to their, that person. Um, it's just not going to happen. So we call those one-leggers, and you definitely don't want to go as, as um, you know, as good as you think you might be able to, you know, be as far as talking and dealing with people. Um you know, or um, as as macho as uh, as a man might be, and say, "Don't worry, I make all the decisions myself." And uh, you know, we don't need her here. I'm, I'm the one who 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 takes care of all this stuff. 
or I'm the breadwinner and, you know, we don't need her or whatever, I guarantee you 99.99999 infinity. Um, when you're done, they're going to say, well, I, I still need to discuss it with her. Okay. It's going to be the funniest thing. And you're going to be upset. And you're like, didn't you tell me you make your decision by yourself? And, and you almost want to, you know, challenge their manhood and be like, um, man, I, you know, I would never walked in if, if uh, I didn't believe you when you said that you make your decisions by yourself and you're the breadwinner. And, and um, the last time that I ended up doing that, I, I ended up basically doing that. I said, well, sir, I would have uh, I would have postponed this and waited until, uh, you know, we could be here with your wife or whoever that person was um, so that you guys can make that decision together. Uh, because you told me, you, you know, you make all the decisions by yourself. And he was, yeah, yeah, I know, you're right. But uh, when I came down to thinking about it, and says this has to do with finances, it's better I make that decision with her after all. You know, <laughs> it's like, oh, my gosh, um, funniest thing. You know, so don't don't ever do um, – uh, <laughs> okay, boss, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but <laughs> thanks. Um but, uh, but yeah, you don't want to do a, a one-legged appointment, okay? You, you just want to reschedule. Trust me, just come back. Don't go in there and, and give quotes or nothing like that. You're just shooting yourself in the foot, okay? Um, all right, so uh, you got everything ready. You got your addresses in your, in your, um, in your, in your phone. And, and if I can give you one piece of advice is this, um, you know, when, when I when I do business, when it comes to dialing, I feel like that day is game day, okay? So you should have been preparing before dial day um, so that you're ready to go. And the same thing goes for when you're running business, okay? Um, it's, it's game day. It's second half of the game. Um, you should already be prepared, focused, have all your paper applications for backup, even if you do EAP, have your computer or iPad fully charged your phone charge, have have a charger with you, um, you know, and, and, and there's little funny things like, I mean, be well-groomed, you know, guys, double-check, make sure you don't have, uh, you know, this might make you laugh, but, I mean, you know, nose hairs that are coming out look like a jungle or, or, or you know, make sure you have a mouthwash in your car. So um, I'm either rinsing before every appointment or after you eat something or whatever the case is, but, um, it's game day. Be prepared, ready to go. Have your leads ready. I have my leads ready in order with my um, with my appointments, so I'm not shuffling through to see where I'm going next. Um, and I'm just I'm just ready to go. Okay, uh, pack yourself a lunch. So when I say game day, I mean it, look, we run business one or two days a week. So be focused, be ready to go. Um, I really almost never, 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 never stop to eat lunch. Um, you know, I typically pack a lunch. So like, if you ever run business with me in the car or something, um, make sure you have a good breakfast or whatever, uh, pack you a couple, whatever snacks, you know, whether it's granola bars or fruits or something that you can bring in the car. Uh, if you want to pack an ice chest, um, typically we're getting waters. Um, and a lot of times we're even getting fed meals, you know, if we're in the home during the lunch or dinner hours, um, but, uh, you know, you want to be ready to go, have your mindset ready that, you do not want to waste any time because it's game day. So if you're getting no-showed or if you're getting a, like one-legged or something, you, you're just like, hey, you're not sweating it. You're just rescheduling. And guess what? You're, you're hitting some door knocks because door knocks are amazing. Um, and I think one of the um, – there there's a lot of rock stars, actually. Um, there's not just one. But 
Um, people that come to mind when when I, when I think of door knocking, I think of you know Nick Toffenbos. Um, I think every weekend we're going to see something like set another appointment from a door knock, or hey, I just I just sold a 1200 AP and this was a door knock, or um, you know I believe we'll see a lot with with Jenny Patel. Um, she's the door knocking monster. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing that's going to get in her way. Um, you know, there's everybody shooting for those 20 appointments. So if they, if they do 16 on the, on the phone, um, they're still shooting for a hit 20, uh, whether it's by door knock, you know, to finish it out. But, um, the more relentless you can be on your goals, I mean, the more success you're going to have. Okay. Um, so trust me, door knocks work and there's almost no greater feeling than walking out of a home and helping a family with one or two or three apps and getting ERS referrals and a green sheet all because you did a door knock because you knew going that extra inch um, and you were rewarded. And sometimes even that sell um, will, will make a big difference for you. You know what I mean? Like if you're at 2,600 AP and, and you help another family off the door knock and it gets you over that hump and you and you cross the 3,000 line or you cross the 5,000 line, and then it's going to be one weekend where you cross the 10,000 line all from just doing one more, just from that little extra effort, you know, like that fourth and one, um, and we're going for it, and, and you give it your all, and, and it's amazing how you get rewarded. Okay, when you go, when you you know, when you give it your all, you know. Um, all right, so I'm gonna go through this really quick. So I know we're down to like 20 minutes now. Uh, when you pull up to the house, um, you know, we don't park in front of the driveway. We don't park in front of the uh, the mailbox. Okay, um, when you park, you, we I, when I get out, I'm looking at the house. Um, you know, I'm waving and I'm smiling. Um, that's automatically just putting me in a good mood. And if they're in the home and, and they're even thinking about dodging me, well, now they feel like I saw them. So they're they're definitely going to open the door. Um, and I'm walking up. I've got my, um, you know, bag strapped on my shoulder. I've got their lead in my hand, and I knock on the door. We don't ring the doorbell. Uh, knock on the door. It's a friendly, you know, three or four knocks, boom, 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 um, you know, not crazy hard. I'm not trying to act like I'm the police or the FBI at their door. Um, but, you know, also we want them to hear it kind of, right? And uh, if they don't answer in about 10 seconds, I'm going to go ahead and knock again, maybe a couple extra knocks and a little bit louder, okay? And I'm going to wait another 10 seconds after that. And, and if they don't answer the door, I'm going to knock a third time, even louder, okay, about the same amount of knocks and ring the doorbell, okay? Uh, if they don't answer then, uh, I'm giving a phone call. I'm like, um, hey, John, uh, this is George. Um, here at your house, we had an appointment here at 12 o'clock for the mortgage protection information. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Hey, listen, we're we're just running a few minutes behind. We're we're here at the Walmart, but we're on our way home. Sorry about that. Totally forgot about it. Hey, no problem. I'll be here waiting for you guys, okay? Um, you know, or they might not answer the phone, and, and guess what? You just, you know, uh, if you use Post-its or whatever it is, you just put, you know, 12 o'clock, no show. Um, and, and later on, we're either going to come back to it um, or, or we'll hit it up tomorrow or when we're done running. But don't ever give up on these leads, okay? Um, it, don't think just because you got no-show that that's the end of it and, oh, my gosh, forget about this house, forget about these people. It's never going to work out um, because sometimes hey, they don't answer because, oh, my gosh, we totally forgot about this guy and they're just embarrassed. They don't want to pick up the phone, right? But if you come back later on, um, then, you know, it's a totally different story. And they're like, oh, yeah, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know, they just act like they just ignore that they they ignored you, you know. It's funny stuff. Um, 
But uh, and and then you go off and you go door knock. Okay, don't think, don't take a break and go to Starbucks. Um, be on a mission because it's going to make a big difference. Okay, so anyways, um, they answer the door. I'm like, I introduce myself. Hey, I'm George. We spoke yesterday uh, about the mortgage protection information. I'm showing them the lead, and they see their handwriting. They're like, Oh yeah, yeah, come on in. So I'm walking in. I'm uh, I'm gonna walk straight towards the kitchen table. Um, a lot of you know sometimes they might guide me to the living room table. I'm just gonna go and walk to the kitchen table. And uh, if I see them kind of hesitate, and, and, or they say, "Hey, what right in here?" I'm say, "Oh, you know what? I I need a little bit of space and like table space, and, and it's a lot easier for me to explain all this stuff to you guys on the table." And, and oh, okay, okay, and we'll walk to the table, even if it's messy, guys. Um, don't make them feel like it's a big deal. Just go and then say, "Oh yeah, no problem. Here, come on. I hope you I hope you uh, move a couple things or whatever you need to do." Um, I've never had any. Um, you know, friction or anybody tell me no, because we do need a table. We do need space. It's a lot more comfortable and um, they're going to, I'm pretty sure they're just going to be able to, to get the information a lot better sitting down at a table, not at a sofa and a coffee table where it's just a little bit more uncomfortable. Okay. But at the end of the day, if they don't have a table or if they're really, really adamant that they don't want to go to the kitchen, then, hey, you, you do what you got to do, right, and just, just do your best with what you can work with. Okay, so when we sit down, um, I'm always going to pull out the head of the table chair, and I'm going to say, John, you want to have a seat? Um, and I'm I'm seating him at the head of the table, okay? And then, uh, obviously, I'm waiting for the wife to sit uh, to the side. It's basically generally right in front of me. Um, I don't think she's going to sit all the way at the other end of the table, but I've had that happen once where they start walking towards the whole other end of the table because that's where she might sit for dinner. I'm like, oh, uh, you know, uh, Rhonda, can you sit right here next to next to your husband for me? Uh, and, uh, you know, just, just you guide them and, and you seat them the way you want them to sit. Um, and if she looks at you funny, oh, it's just going to be a lot easier for you to, to get all this information too. You know, and make her feel good. Like, you know, obviously you want to include her uh, with this information. Okay, um, because at the end of the day, she's going to be part of the decision making. Okay, and um, and I'm going to go ahead and sit down, and I'm in front of her, and I'm sitting next to the husband. Uh, if you're a female agent, it's going to be vice versa. Okay, uh, you're going to seat the wife at the head of the table, and the husband's going to be sitting directly in front of you. Um, this way, we avoid just any uh, physical contact with the uh, opposite sex, and and the uh, other spouse is not worried about like, hey, George, you know, you just accidentally grazed my wife's arm, and I'm not cool with that or, or whatever. So we're just going to avoid all that kind of stuff, any funny stuff, and we're going to see uh, the same sex next to us on the on the head of the table, okay? These are little details, but they are important. And, and um, you know, I probably already spent way too much time on this call about them. You know, your upline should be teaching you some of this basic stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and go through the ATM. I'm going to go through it pretty quick um, because uh, at the end of it, I'm just, I just really want to kind of focus on a couple of objections, overcoming objections, okay? Um because really, if you're brand new to especially, all you got to do basically is read the ATM word for word. Make sure you practice it, though, so that um, it, it doesn't sound like you're reading it for the first time. Okay, when you go, remember, this is game day. You should be prepared. You should have practiced. So if you played sports, if you played an instrument, if you were in theater, if you, if you anything that you've done in life, you've had to practice. Even what, what, Everybody's had to practice, even your job. We all know that uh, if we work somewhere, day one at our jobs or day one at whatever we did, um, you know, hey, maybe we were all right or we were good, but it doesn't matter. After two or three weeks, after two or three months, we know that we're so much better than we were day one. So practice, 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 guys, okay? Nobody needs to be perfect. Nobody needs to be a crazy rock star when they start out. But guess what? Um, 
strive for perfection because, I mean, this is how we make money. You know, we're, we're out there to help people, but we all went to our very first meeting because guess what? We all wanted to make money. You know, I like it when Paul says in a hot spot, he would be like, hey, can we just be a little shallow sometimes? You know, like it, we like making money, right? And, yes, we all came to that meeting for the first time. I don't care who you are because it was an opportunity to make some extra money, whether on the side or full-time. So crack over my ATM. Hey, my company's called The Alliance. Um, you know, we are licensed in the state of wherever you live in Texas, um, and we specialize in mortgage protection, final expense protection, regular life insurance, and retirement protection, okay? We do not do car insurance. We don't do health insurance. We don't do, you know, anything else. This is what we focus on. We consider ourselves experts in this field, all right? Now, um, outside of your work benefits, so I'm not talking about what you got going on at work. Outside of work, do you guys own and control any life insurance yourselves? Okay. Um, 90%, 80%, they're going to say, no, they don't. They got it at work. Okay, great. That work insurance is awesome, and I know it's dirt cheap, so that's great. Um, but most people don't even know what exactly they have at work. They just know they have something, so they don't know if they're covered only on the clock. They don't know if it's an accident only. They don't even know where to call or a policy number, okay? But anyways, that's that's great because your work offers it, but um, everyone needs to have a policy outside of work that they own and control, okay? Um, and I'm looking at them, and they're, you know, oh, okay, yeah. Um, because here's the thing about that work insurance is, you know, once you're no longer working there, you no longer have those benefits. Okay, this is the one objection that I want to be very, very clear with because if you don't go over that right now, they're going to bring it up later on um, when you're doing the quotes or something. Like, oh, so is this like life insurance? You know, and you're like, uh, yeah, so if something happens to you, you're going to get your mortgage paid off, right? I mean, it said it on the lead, but for some reason, when you don't bring this up right now about the work insurance, they'll bring it up when you talk about the quote. Oh, you know what? I got that already at work, man. I really don't need this after all. Um, so you're going to bring it up right now, okay? And believe me, you will never get that objection again. And if you do, they'll be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I got it at work. So when you say, hey, do you agree with me that some protection is better than no protection at all? Yeah, but I got that at work. You know, hey, remember earlier when I mentioned that if you're no longer working there, you no longer have those benefits. So, guys, this is a big one. And when I first started, I listened to people on, on this exact call teach me how to overcome that objection because it was something that I was getting kind of frequently and I was having a hard time overcoming. So if you're brand new or if you're running for the first time this weekend, bam, that was your probably golden nugget that you're going to overcome that objection on work insurance right then and there, okay? All right, so I'm going to breeze through this. Um, about me, guys, you want to put some pictures. Um, you know, Paul recommends also if, if you got a picture of a dog because he sees the reaction that he gets from his, his dog or puppy pictures. Um, you want to put a picture of your family. Some people have a picture of their license. You really don't need it. You can have it there in your ATM. So if they ever ask for it, you can flip to it or something. Um, you know, obviously, I've got a picture of my, my daughter and then my, my family, my license. Um, about me page. Um, you should have gone over this with your upline when you before you actually printed out the final copy so that they can okay it. Um, but you're going to put interesting things about you. Um, if you can find something funny that you can laugh about, do that to, to lighten the mood with your clients. It's a, that's a big deal to, to be an icebreaker and to, to get everybody to relax. Um, but mine, hey, my name is George Andershock. I was born in Korea, South Korea, guys, not North Korea. That gets everybody to laugh. Um, you know, but then I say, Hey, I, I, but I grew up in San Antonio. 
um, blah, 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 blah. So, hey, John, are, are, were you born and raised here in San Antonio? Um, no, actually, I was I was born in, um, you know, wherever, right? Indiana. Okay, wow, okay, nice. Man, what was that like growing up? And just ask him a little bit about that. And Rhonda, where were you born? Yeah, I was born here in San Antonio. Oh, wow, nice. Okay, so hey, you're from Indiana, John, and you're from San Antonio, Rhonda. Um, how how did you guys meet? How did you guys cross paths? Or, you know, um, oh, you know, we were both in the military. Or, oh, you know, we met in Dallas, Texas. Or they're going to explain to you how they met. And this is where you're going to get to know them. And guys, this is very, very important. The About Me page it's not about you. It's about your clients. You're getting to know them. This is where you're going to uh, earn their trust and, and get them to like you, okay? Have a genuine conversation um, with your clients. Get to know them. Be genuine and pay attention, okay, when they answer questions. So, you know, he was born in Indiana. Write that down on the back of your lead or something so that you know, um, because later on when you do do the application, um, every application has where your client was born, okay, what state, Um but be genuine and get to know them. Um, you know, just have an organic conversation with them. Don't just have 10 questions that you know, this is what I typically ask in every appointment, and this is how I get to know people, and, and this is how I get them to like me. Because um, every client, every group of clients are going to be different. So basically every conversation is going to be a little different. Sometimes you almost feel like a broken record, and it's almost the same conversation. And sometimes it can go extremely different. Um, sometimes they might have kids, sometimes they don't have kids or whatever the case is, but be genuine and just dig deep. Like make these questions go in like two or three layers deep. Don't just ask, well, how'd you guys meet? Okay, cool. So, Hey, uh, where was your first kiss? Oh, nice. Uh, where'd you ask her out for the first time? Oh, cool. Okay. How many kids you got? Oh, great. You got any grandkids? Oh, you know, like have a conversation and dig into it. Like, you know? And your first child was a boy or a girl, like, oh, okay, you know, and what do they do and this and that. So people love talking about their kids or grandkids too, guys, okay, um, just as much as they love those pictures of their dogs, okay. You see them light up when you talk about their kids. So companies I represent, hey, we work with about 15 different uh, companies. Um, they're all grade A companies. That means they're the best of the best. Um, they get that rating because they've been around for over 100 years. Um, they have over a billion dollars in assets. They're companies you can trust. The reason we have so many companies, the reason is rate basically that we do the shopping for our clients. Now, when I say that, I'm not just talking about the price because if we're talking about the same product, it's going to be basically the same price company to company, okay? So we do the shopping because we need to find out which company will actually improve our clients because that's all based on age and health, okay? Makes sense? Yes. Okay, great. Um, and um, actually, that's where I ask um, the medical questions. I'll, I'll flip over the lead or I'll pull out the green sheet. And I'm going to go ahead and ask them. I'm going to say, hey, okay, John, so, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, have you ever had a heart attack? Have you ever had cancer? Have you ever had this? Um, and if you're brand new, guys, go ahead and pull out a term application, and you can go ahead and just ask the questions, all right, and then ask them what kind of medications they're taking. You can just fill out the green sheet right there right, if you want to. That's going to help you out, okay? And then uh, you call your upline, and you say, hey, Phil, I'm, I'm with my friends John and Rhonda here, and uh, John is five foot tall. I give him all the information, guys. Um, his how tall he is, how much he weighs, what medications he's taken, what health conditions he's had, okay? And then Phil's going to tell me, hey, George, you're good. Um, you can go at Forrester's or, hey, George, you know what? You're going to have to go at final expense, even though they're asking for mortgage protection. Um, and the wife, you can do um, Forrester's Strong Foundation. But, um, yeah, the guy, you're going to quote him, uh, you know, final expense, but it will be love or whatever the case is. Or, hey, George, you know what? Because this guy's high in weight, you're going to have to go Transamerica, um, and then, um, 
And then you can add some extra accidental with mutual noir or something. Um, so he's going to help me out and tell me which way to go. Okay, so if you're brand new, don't worry about having to know everything. You're always going to be calling your upline from the home. And don't worry if you have to call five times, ten times, okay? I remember when I first started, I had to call Phil um, sometimes six times, seven times, eight times for an appointment. Um, but, you know, try to have all the information, the basic information, when you call that first time, okay? Um, and then, um, so I flipped the page. What is mortgage protection? Hey, pays off your mortgage when you die. You choose your beneficiaries. Okay, it's not tied to your address. It's not tied to your mortgage company. You know, these mortgage companies can sell your loan um, anytime without you knowing. Um, it's portable. It follows you. Um, if you're ever on vacation and you're out of the country, you still have your protection. Um, level death benefit, level premium. Now, this is very important, John and Rhonda. The, the plan that you pick today is locked in. Okay, what that means is um, it doesn't matter what happens to you in the future, a week from now, a month from now, God forbid, this doesn't happen, but you get diagnosed with some kind of illness or, or prescribed a medication a month from now, guess what? The company cannot raise what you pay per month, and they cannot lower the amount of protection you have in place. It is locked in. The only person who can make any changes is you. You own and control this, okay? And it's really important because if you do get diagnosed with something or you get prescribed a medication next month and you don't get this in place, guess what? You become uninsurable. Okay, um, covers death due covers death due to illness or accident. So we're talking about full coverage, guys. There's a lot of plans out there. You see advertisements that are like nine ninety five a month. Well, those are accident only. Um, they sound great. They sound really cheap, but they're only covering accidents. So you want full coverage, something that's going to cover everything. Um, companies don't have any excuses on why they're not helping your family out. Okay, um, not here. My number one job with you guys is to find a plan that makes sense, but that's affordable within your budget. Okay, so. Um, guys, that means if we can't cover the full mortgage today, okay, uh, we're going to go into payment protection plans, um, you know, and, and help you guys because something is better than nothing. And um, if we can help with one, two, three, four, five years of mortgage uh, payments, um, if we can't cover the whole mortgage, that that's what we're going to go with, okay, to just make sure that you guys have something in place um, because we need to find, make sure whatever we do find is well within your budget, okay? And that puts them at ease that we're not going to try to oversell them or, or, you know, we're just in there for, like, a mission breath or anything like that, okay? And, and it makes your clients feel a lot more comfortable, okay? Guys, the next page is going to be the what-if page. Um, this is very important. you got to get good at this. I know it's uncomfortable at first sometimes when you first start this business, but this is where we draw the emotion. This is why we're there. Okay, we got to talk about life, Um so I just I straight up look at them in the eyes. Make sure you're looking at your clients in the eyes too, okay? Um, have eye contact. Um, be comfortable. Don't sit up so straight and so like, um, you know, like you're we're in a business meeting. You know, be comfortable. Um, be with them. Be relaxed. And, and look them in the eye and say, um, John, hey, John Ronda, do I have your permission to speak to you directly? Um, yeah? Okay, great. Um, I mean, this page pretty much is uh, self-explanatory or, or common sense, but um, <clears throat> you know, let's just imagine this, um, you know, John, you were in a car accident and, um, last week and you passed away. You're not here. Rhonda, you get a phone call from the hospital. They tell you to come down. Um, your husband, John was in an accident and, um, you know, it, it's an emergency. You need to come down. You get to the hospital and he's gone. He didn't make it. He's not coming home. What does your world look like today? And I'm talking a little fast guys. I'm sorry. But right here, you're going to lower your voice, your body language, your tone of voice. 
um, it's different now. We're not joking around. We're we're kind of serious. We're not being like, oh my gosh, crazy serious. But we're lowering our voice so they can hear us. We want them to lean in, okay? And I'm asking her, you know, what does your world look like today? She might think she might first be like, oh my god, I'd be devastated. I don't know what I would do. Um, she might just stay quiet. She might laugh. If they laugh, don't laugh with them. Stay in character. This is serious time. This is build the emotion time. Okay, this is um, this is where. Uh, you know, you basically do your business now. It's about me page and this page. <clears throat> well, I mean, I don't know what I would do, okay? So um, I know you'd be devastated because you just lost your husband, the father of your children, the love of your life. But, you know, the mortgage bill is still going to be there, all the all the bills to keep on coming in. What does your world look like financially now? You know, oh, my gosh, I mean, I don't know how I would do it all by myself or, you know, um, I wouldn't be able to make it. Okay, well, what happened? What would you have to do? What would, what would your next step be? I don't know. I, I, I have to sell my house. Okay. And what happens if you don't sell your house right away? Where would you have to go? Where would you move? Uh, I don't know. I guess an apartment. Okay. And and what if you don't sell your house? Uh, I don't know. I guess I would lose it. Where would you go? Um, I don't know. Either my parents or an apartment. Um, you know, but we're going to ask some questions and we're going to dig deep, just like we did with the about me. Now we're going to we're going to dig deep and not just be like, OK, get, let them off the hook, but really make them think about it. Make And then the husband is sitting there listening. And if he tries to answer or say something, oh, she'll be OK. We have this. Or we have that. No, John, you can't help her. You're not here. You passed away last week. OK, I need I need Rhonda right now to think about all this stuff um, because you're not here to help her anymore. You know, and it's like, wow, it's reality. It's hitting them. Okay. And then once I'm done asking all these things, all these things that really make her think about it, um, John, how does that make you feel? Um, not good, right? Um, you know, you don't want your wife and your kids to go through these struggles, right, or these hard times if something were to happen to you. When something happens to you. No, I don't. Okay. Do you both agree with me that today, some protection is better than no protection at all, right? Okay, and then uh, everybody says yes. That's when I flip over the back of my lead and uh, I write down the quotes. I'm gonna we're gonna write down three quotes for the husband, three quotes for the wife. Um, guys, it's eight o'clock. It's time to dial. Sorry, I went over the time. Um, hope this helped out, guys. And I'm sorry. Um, sometimes we think thirty minutes is a long time to talk, and we get to talking, and it, it flies by faster than we know it. But good luck out there. Love you guys. Have a great day.